0: Hey, this is Licensed to View. What's going on, guys? This is a podcast on the internet where we get together and talk about pop culture shit. Yes. Um, Zach, what would you do Hmm. if we decided to change the podcast to a Nintendo-only podcast?
1: I think I would be all there for it because, I mean, you know, I got my Switch this week. and uh, I'm really mad I didn't get one sooner. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Um mm-hmm. I'm really liking honestly I really like a lot of stuff that goes with it. I like I mean their online is like cheaper than anybody else's. It's like 20, 20 bucks for a year, which is like it's like a third of everybody else's price, which is great. Yeah. And then you also get the classic Nintendo and Super Nintendo games which are rad. I don't know, I don't know I don't have any connection, really that many connections to like the Nintendo games, but like I was scrolling through the list of like the Super Nintendo games and I was like Damn, dude, these are a lot of games that, like, I played when I was a kid.
0: (laughs) You see, I um, because I've had a Switch before, Mm -hmm. um, and I I sold it, which Mm -hmm. you know this, yeah. And uh, I liked it a lot. We 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 really enjoyed it here in my household. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mario Odyssey. We, we, my girlfriend and I, both played it, Mm -hmm. both beat it, and we took turns playing it. Uh, Mario Party. I, I, I tried Breath of the Wild. i have never been a big huge fan of that franchise, mm. so I never really cared.
1: Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was like interested in playing it, but like I'm in no rush to play it because yeah, I've never been like a huge Zelda fan. See, I'm
0: actually really tempted to play Immortal. Um,
1: oh, the F- Immortal Phoenix, Phoenix yeah. Rising. Yeah. I heard this game was but, pretty good. Yeah, all the people on um, the the Last Stand uh, video game group that I'm in. I think it was like a month or so when that the game finally dropped. Everybody was like, "This game's amazing," and I was like, "I don't know if it's a – I bet it's not amazing." But I bet you it's fun. Basically, see, was, I I, I want to buy like Assassin's it, but... Creed basically, but
0: well, it's Breath of the Wild. Is what it oh, is? Oh,
1: okay.
0: It's like identical stamina, open world. Just looks really... to me, it looks really cool and fun, like mm-hmm. very much like a Disney movie. Yeah, and um, I know it's on Switch. But mm-hmm. I was like. Ugh. Well, I, but I can get it on fucking PC and like my it just would look. Yeah. I, I could play it at 4K and they look so much better than on Switch. Um, but there's see there's the thing I um I was never ever a Nintendo kid man. Mm.
1: I didn't I could, get it was until of my years mom, later. because I think my mom, especially when I was younger, like she had a she had a Super Nintendo that like that was like the first thing I remember playing because she liked. Mario games. So it was, like... We had, like, Super Mario World and, like, Yoshi and Mario Kart and all that kind of stuff for, like, the Super Nintendo. So that was, like, the big, like, game system that, like, we ever first had, so...
0: No, dude, my, um... I was never a Nintendo family when I was a kid. Uh, didn't have a Nintendo or SNES. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't get a N64 until after I had a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And But my first console was, um... A Mega Drive was a, Gen- a Genesis.
1: Okay,
0: and I mean, so I was a Sonic kid, yeah. Whatever that, whatever that means now.
1: <laughs> you can watch Super Eye Patch will we'll video on it. That's exactly what it means now.
0: <laughs> you know, I was a I was a Genesis kid and Se- a Sega kid, mm-hmm. and playing that really shitty Batman Forever game, and playing like RoboCop, I believe, and then also all the Sonics. And I would go to my friend's houses who had Super Nintendo's and be like, I don't know if I I I I never cared about like Mario
1: ever Mm -hmm. really
0: until like I got a Switch. Yeah. And now and then when I got a Switch, now I'm like now that we bought another one and ours is supposed to be coming tonight, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I regret not being able not. There's something about Nintendo, man, that I appreciate in my later in my life.
1: They've got that, they've got that, I don't know what it is, because I I definitely get what you're talking about, and I've definitely, like, got that feeling back, like, now that I have my Switch again, because I kind of lost it, because, really, we were, like, a Nintendo family, like, we bought all the Nintendo systems up to, like, the Wii, and then we got the Wii, and we all were, like, okay with it, but, like, I don't know. The Wii was, like, not a great console system, and so we, like, skipped the Wii U entirely, and, like, we had, I hadn't owned, like, a Nintendo handheld since, like, the, uh like the original DS.
0: yeah. So I didn't play,
1: like, I haven't played it. So, I mean, that was, and that's getting into what I played this week. Like, I bought Pokemon Shield. And I've just basically been playing that every waking moment that I'm not at work since I got my Nintendo Switch. Um, Because I just realized, like, how much I missed playing Pokemon. Like, it's such a fun game. And, like, I know a lot of people have said that, like, this game's, like, it's, it's whack and all that kind of stuff, and it's, like, not what people are expecting. And, like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because the fact that, like, I haven't played one in so long. So I don't know, like, yeah. the progression of the games. But, like, I'm having a ton of fun with this. Like, it's a good time. Like, it's definitely, like, especially compared to, like, Pokemon games that I used to play. I don't know if this was, like, a thing that only happened in this game. But I but I can definitely tell there's some, some like, quality of life changes that make the game, like, easier than, like, definitely the last time I played Pokemon Like one of the biggest things that sticks out to me is that all Pokemon in your party get experience. Oh God! Whenever you battle, so it's like it's easier because it's like I don't have to spend like hours and hours grinding, which is nice. I can like grind for like maybe an hour, two hours, and be like ready to go. But it's also like it just feels weird that it's just like I don't know. You can basically so now I
0: don't have to now I don't have to get experience share. Or I don't have yeah. to start my start Pokemon out in the in the first part and then switch him out, yeah. So that he gets experience at the end of the fucking at yeah. the end of the fucking battle. Um, well, it made
1: getting a Gyarados super easy because I didn't have to constantly fucking switch out my Magikarp like a fucking dumb bitch that he is. Yeah. So
0: I um I think what it is too to my point of before mm-hmm. is that when I was growing up, like up until I got a switch, mm-hmm. right it even with it's it's not it's not just with video games but it's also with like movies or with music specifically for me mm-hmm. where like all I did growing up was listen to what was heavier like mm-hmm. let me listen to music that's heavier like okay i like i like pop punk and ska okay what's heavier okay emo okay what's heavier okay metalcore mm-hmm. okay so what's heavier okay so death metal okay so what's heavier black and death metal okay so what's heavier i guess constantly in my life was like ha- adding like what's more aggressive what's more he- heavy what's more technical what's more dark mm-hmm. what's more whatever you know um even with books okay so okay uh, i'm gonna read i'm gonna read tom tom clancy novel okay what's the darkest one okay the yeah. one where the fucking guy kills fucking people who kill his girlfriend i want that one okay. right so it's like that's my whole life right Video games, okay. So what's what's darker? PlayStation is darker for sure, cause the guy, the the console that has the fucking Italian man with the mustache running around castle, or the fucking game station that has fucking all these Japanese RPGs and fucking like,
1: yeah, you
0: know these like fucking demon games and the the skeleton fucking guy, medieval. Like, what's the darker one? Right. So now, look, I'm later in life. I'm not old, obviously, but like Mm -hmm. you know, almost thirty. It's like now. After playing a Mario game, really for the first time ever, I never really played them before, like, to a completion, let alone for, you know, enjoyment or a purpose. mm mm-hmm. like, um, I get now why people enjoy Nintendo IPs, because, like, there's, like, no... You're not going to play a Mario game and be like, oh, this is depressing.
1: Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, definitely getting to, like, the root of your... What you're trying to say is that... Yeah, I think... Def- Mario definitely like exudes the positivity in like the gamer market for sure. Yeah. I think it's, especially if you look like the IP that have, I mean, I think Breath of the Wild, they've been getting a little darker with it, at least from what I've heard. That's like a more mature ish story, but I guess Zelda always has kind of been like the more mature side of Nintendo. Sure. Um, but Metroid I mean, definitely and... with like, yeah, Metroid, Metroid for sure. But definitely with like Mario and Yoshi and like the Mario party games and like I think it's it's really, like, the family-friendly console for sure. I mean, that's the one where it's, like, everybody gets those games because everybody wants to play Mario Party together. Or everyone wants to play Mario Kart together. Or yeah. Now you can even play Mario Land together with, like, the Super Mario 3D. I, 3 think, e or I think,
0: too, it's, like, the big thing also is, like, did you buy Odyssey yet or no?
1: No, I haven't bought Odyssey yet. Okay. Um, I want to – I'm probably not going to buy any more games until I uh, – pokemon because i bought um like three or four and i was like i should probably hold off for a little bit till i actually like beat these games so
0: well it's like we got it when we got our switch like two years ago whatever Mm -hmm. excuse me and like we plug in the game and we're like it's no thinking like there's no like there's no No. that's not a bad thing it's not like you're no it's
1: stress-free for sure
0: you're just like it's platforming. At least for Mario in particular, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you play Kirby. Like, you're not going to, like... Yeah. Are you going to, like, fucking worry about... Oh, the Demon King is going to... St- it's fucking fucking Kirby. Yeah. You know? So, something about that. As I'm getting older, I'm learning to appreciate a lot that it's, it's Pixar. hmm And I appreciate that because I don't want to have to... And don't be wrong. I still, like... I bought Outer Worlds on Steam. I'm looking forward to play that for a little bit this weekend. hmm You know, but also when the fucking Switch comes... With the switch Lite that we bought i'm for sure gonna buy 3d world 3d world bowser fury mm-hmm. i'm gonna buy you know pokemon i'm gonna buy something that's like nintendo e yeah because i want that nice fun like mm-hmm. you know stress or stressy free kind of thing now if i buy mario maker maybe that's different <laughs> that's from what i've you seen know? That's a
1: lot different so yeah, it's
0: different you know um but that's yeah what else did you buy for your switch
1: um so i got um so i got pokemon i bought uh streets of rage uh for the new one and then i bought um um shit what was the last one? Oh, i bought the um paper mario the uh origami right. king um so i bought that one and i want to play that one because i really like paper mario a lot um, that was like one of the big Mario games that like on the GameCube, like I remember playing, um, the thousand year door on the GameCube and like really enjoying like that RPG aspect, Naruto, Naruto, fucking Naruto of, uh, Mario. <laughs> Mario. And then that carried on to like the DS and Game Boy Advance when they had, um, Mario and Luigi, Yeah. whatever RPG game that was, I can't remember what it was called, yep. but that was like that RPG aspect, Naruto, I really enjoy a lot too. Jokically sad that I didn't play um was it Super Super Mario? Is it just Super Mario RPG? The one that was for yeah, like 64? So. Yeah. I, th- I think so. Yeah. It made me sad that I didn't play that, because like everybody says that like that's the be all end all of like Mario RPGs. So um but yeah, so I wanna get I wanna start playing uh, Origami King 2. And then I bought I did break down because I was like I have to buy them now while I'm thinking about it. So I did buy No More Heroes 1 and 2 as well on digital, which mm-hmm. is nice because they're 20 bucks each. And I was like, oh, that's like less than 50 oh, yeah, bucks. Definitely. It's like cheaper than like most other Switch games. So. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah definitely. that's Those two are on there on my list. Got, got to replay those before 3 comes out. Yeah. And I definitely want to get uh, Scott Pilgrim.
1: Yeah, *Scott that Deirdre, again. Too, I wanted to get that too. Yeah, I hadn't really like looked the game too much because I I think I've seen it on like the PlayStation Store or whatnot before, but like I never really like given it any really thought and really until like you brought it up and I was looking through um, some videos of stuff and I was looking like through the collector's edition whenever. and I was like, you know what, this game looks like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, it's just a really hard em up. Yeah, <laughs> it gets really hard, but it's uh if you really I really enjoy the comic book, mm-hmm. so I, I and I, I like the music. Uh, it's all Anamaguchi, which is like a Chip tune band, mm-hmm. and uh, I just I just I just actually bought the uh, color new release color editions of the manga okay. comic book whatever whatever because he um the original releases were like manga style black and white because it's a American Canadian American whatever comic book okay six volumes and then they a few years later they released them all again in hardcover colored editions so six six hardcover oversized and then now they released them again in double color hardcover editions so they're like three volumes two volumes each two volume two of the volumes in one okay three three of them and they're now they're just like the
1: edition basically
0: yeah new art new new whatever all colored so I, i bought those because i wanted to have them because i don't have any i don't have any version of them Mm -hmm. physically that made me think about the game i was like oh the game is probably out now right and then i went to hit the the art creator's instagram he's like yeah it's it's on switch i go okay all right (laughs) fucking perfect perfect timing i just happened to miss out on the limited runs release of the fucking hard to physical release that that pissed me off
1: but yeah that was the thing that made me sad about, because you showed me the limited run release of the No More Heroes one and two, and I was like, "Damn, if I hadn't just spent like four hundred dollars on my Switch, I probably would have bought that."
0: Yeah, I had it in my cart, man. The, yeah.
1: Uh, but it ended up
0: being like it was gonna be like one seventy. and I was like,
1: Yeah, it was something like <laughs> that, and I was like, nah, I'll spend forty I can't bucks do that. after yeah, I just I'll, spent like four hundred. Like I can't. So
0: yeah, I'll spend forty bucks on the digital releases. Suda Fifty One will be okay.
1: They'll be fine. They got the new game coming out. They'll
0: be fine. Yeah, now I just need uh, remastered versions of his other games, like Killer is Dead.
1: Yeah, I remember, um, I think Killer is Dead is the only one, that, uh, The only other one. I know he did Killer 7, and he did another one too, right? Killer 7, Shadows of the Damned. Mm, yeah, that one. That's the one where that's my, like, That's my personal favorite. Is that the one, I always get that one, that's not the one where it's like, you can be dismembered and still live, right? That's a different game. No. Okay, I always get that yeah. one confused with Shadows of the Damned for some reason. The Shadows of
0: the Damned, if I'm even saying the title right, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, it's the um, it's my favorite one aesthetically. Mm-hmm. Of Heroes is my favorite game, mm-hmm. but like aesthetically, <laughs> Shadows of the Damned, you're going to hear it because it's fucking urban fantasy. You play a biker who hunts demons. There you go. And you, you go to hell to save your girlfriend's soul. Okay. And you're just like shooting up hell
1: let's do it it's
0: it's super fun and super like you no know, whatever but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's super grasshopper so
1: yeah for sure i like the i like the their aesthetic of games a lot because i remember um i don't think i beat it but i i definitely played killer's dead and i like it's got he's got a yeah. very similar like the shells shell sated shell sated cell shaded cell mm-hmm. shaded uh look to all of his games and i like that aesthetic that he has a lot um
0: oh yeah yeah, the yeah, lollipop chainsaw, all that stuff. When, when I was in college, mm-hmm. the first time, because the first time I didn't get it right. Um, when I was in animation school, and we had one of our projects was to um, build a room. Right. Mm-hmm. We had a built. We had two projects. One was build a room, and one was build like a scenery. Right, like in three D. Like build uh-huh. it like in a three D modeling program. So for the first one simple room like early i did a i did a poker center right okay so i just built the whole thing in and made the fucking you know the desk and the fucking healing tray or whatever the fuck it's called and mm-hmm. the fucking entrance and the mat i made i made it all right and then i just did all it was crappy and then like made like textures and it looked like shit um and secondly i built a oh no no it was build a uh, a vehicle that's what it was so i built like an okay. f-zero vehicle Okay. Right. So built F zero vehicle. I wanted to make it. I was at the time I was playing Killer is Dead and I was playing Lollipop Chainsaw. So I was like, Oh, perfect! I'm just gonna make it cell shaded. This is like 2012 or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'll make it cell shaded because like it's super easy. It's an easy effect that makes stuff look really cool.
1: Yeah. And
0: yeah, it did not look cool on my shit. It looked my shit looked terrible. <laughs> you know. So it made me like, okay, these guys don't just turn don't don't just put it on their games to make it look. Yeah, like it's not easy. It's still to have a good model and a good game, like mm-hmm. you know, Atlas, Atlas does it all the time, you know.
1: Yeah,
0: because all of Persona is all fucking.
1: Is this is that
0: shell? Like Persona Persona Five, isn't that shit all cell shaded? Like at least minimal.
1: I think it is. Yeah, the, probably. the
0: models, yeah, look super. Definitely, the then they're not
1: models for sure. Yeah,
0: they're definitely not like you know the way Grasshopper does it. But mm-hmm. um, real quick though, yeah, about Suda Fifty One. He's my favorite game designer. Wonder. Yeah. Right? Like, because Kojima is my number one, like, in terms of, like, just in general.
1: Yeah.
0: But Sue 51 in terms of aesthetically, I think makes the coolest games. Like, he yeah. has... Because he's a fucking nerd. Right? Yeah. That's why normal, normal heroes, you have a lightsaber, you poop, and have fart jokes, and, like, you have... Koo he's Jack a wrestling fan? Wrestling fan. And also, my point was that Su 51 like, one of his first games he ever worked on was Fire Pro Wrestling. Okay. So I went back and I found that game on emulation. Fucking played the shit out of that game. Only because I wanted to play it because it's Super 51. So. Right. It's a good game. It's a really good game.
1: Okay.
0: Um, cool. That's all t- tangent. But so what else about Pokemon though? Like what's all, what's going on with that?
1: So I mean it's you know I'm not too far so far. I just got my second gym badge. Um, and um, it's not too bad. I think the honestly the aesthetic of it is like the strangest part for me. Because it basically is like the whole gym system is basically set up as, like, you're basically, like, soccer stars, but as Pokemon trainers. Like, you come in, and, like, you're wearing, like, the jersey and the shorts and all that kind of thing, and it's, like, all takes place in this giant stadium because you have to have the giant stadium to accommodate these, like, giant-ass Pokemon that they can turn into. Um, Oh, okay. Which is, like, I don't know. The Dynamax system, like, I haven't used it too much, but it's, like... um, And maybe it gets better if, like, I get further into it, but, like, so far, it's been, like it's all right but it's like i don't know it's not like mind-blowingly amazing or anything
0: like that like it doesn't what what is um what is this region supposed to be based on england
1: it's supposed to be uh like the united kingdom i think yeah
0: okay okay
1: gotcha i don't know how the all the other ones were i know the i don't remember the first i know like the third generation is like supposed to be japan or the fourth generation is supposed to be japan because i think the third generation is supposed to be like france or something like that What's the uh,
0: first one? What's Kanto?
1: Kanto. I thought Kanto was just supposed to be like. I feel like Kanto was just supposed to be like generic city, or like generic, is that what it like is? like generic country, because it's okay. got a little bit of like everything, and there's nothing like design wise that like really sticks out to me. And uh, gold and silver feel the same way. Like I don't know. There's not like a, spe- a, like a specific like culture that like pops out to me in those games. Not in like three or. Not in like ruby or uh, ruby or sapphire or like diamond or pearl, where it's like those clearly have like a different culture that they're like trying to pull from. And then the only one, the only one, the only other one I know culture wise is like sun and moon is like supposed to be like Pacific Islander culture basically. And that's like sun so, and, moon, and ultra sun and moon.
0: Yeah, uh, Bulbapedia
1: uh-huh.
0: says the Kanto region of Japan is not only re- related to the Kanto of Pokemon. So. Oh. So Kanto is Kant Japan. Okay. Um, da, 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 some islands are based off of some j- Japanese island. Johto is more Japan, like Kansai. Huh. Kansai region of Japan. Okay. Um, Hohen is more southern part of Japan. Jeez, more Japan? Oh my God. Sino is Hokkaido. So I guess it's part and part of. I feel like Tokaido so like definitely
1: like the ancient Japan, like that kind of aesthetic. Much more right. like shogun samurai building structure wise.
0: Uh, Unova is said to be significantly distant from Kanto, Johto, and Sinnoh. Instead of being based on an area of Japan, Unova is based on New York City.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: so there's that. And then.
1: So that's Gen 5.
0: Gen 6. Kal- Kalos is supposed to be parts of an island, Channel Islands of the UK. Okay. Then Alola is Hawaii. Right. And then... Galar
1: is the lightest one.
0: Galar is just the UK in general. Okay. Island, island of Great Britain. Okay. So we need Not the next game... I thought it was then. We need the next game to be straight up... I want like the fucking... Deep South. I, mean, I want fucking cowboy Pokemon trainers.
1: I want more cowboys than, yeah, just like in the desert for sure. I want, I want like, like some,
0: I want some fucking Dust, dust Bowl Pokemon.
1: Dude, you know, honestly, have to... the strangest thing was that I was looking it up, and I don't know how many in like other generations, but like I was looking it up, and like the amount of like new Pokemon that were like in this last game, like there's 400 Pokemon like in the actual Pokedex. Yeah. But they only added like 80, like, individual, like, new Pokemon in between, like, the base game and, like, the expansions that came out. There's only, like... Well,
0: that, that was, like, the big drama, wasn't it?
1: Well, the big drama was the fact that... Because um, all the games up to that point was you could transfer any Pokemon from any other game because the Pokédex was basically all... Like, the National Dex was, like, any yeah. Pokemon that had ever been made. And this one, they basically cut it out and said, no, we're only having, like, these certain Pokemon... In the yeah. Pokedex, and you can't like tr- if they're if they're not in our Pokedex, like you can't transfer them in. Yeah, um, and that was so that was the bigger fussful because all the pro players or whatnot who've been training up their Pokemon for like since they were like in diapers apparently have, were like all in a fuss because they're like my fucking like shiny Dialga can't come yeah. into Pokemon Sword. What the fuck?
0: And it's funny because like the the idea that like I know I know what you're doing, but I don't know if you also did it on purpose which i don't think you did but the fact that you said that these these kids were in diapers and they're talking about like this what the fuck's a dialga (laughs) like you know like to me like i'm thinking like my shiny charizard you know i mean that's like that's that's pokemon to me yeah it's true fucking blaziken you know i mean i
1: did get a chart i like the the other thing though is that um this game is like super i don't know how much the other ones were but this one is like super connected to the internet because of the switch so you can constantly do like surprise trades where you just like send out a random Pokemon, you get a random Pokemon back. And I got a baby char or baby Charmander, and I was like, Hell yeah, I'm about to get a Charmander. How'd you get that? That's in the Pokedex? Yeah, so so yeah, I think the um so you've got the the base starters that are like for the region. And you have to the stop there. I know the well the champion now. in this game has a Charizard. Like he just straight you up has stop. a Charizard from the jump. So you know so you that those, stop talking. You know the Kanto exactly. starters are in there.
0: You gotta pause. Yeah. Because that leads me to my next question. Okay, which is what is the correct elemental pick?
1: Well, for this gen, for for like the actual like base game, like not not all starters overall. No,
0: no, in general, what
1: do you do? What
0: do you generally
1: pick? (sighs) I think it depends on me because I think I think each generation, I've liked I've liked Pokemon from different elements. I don't think I've usually stuck to one. I think for me. I usually tend to lean towards uh, fire Pokemon, mm-hmm. but I chose the grass for this one because he's a monkey and he turns into gorilla, and I was like, fuck yeah, I want a fucking gorilla on my team.
0: Yeah. I go fire always.
1: So you get a bunny in this one then.
0: Okay. Is there a, is there a fox? Starter?
1: Yeah, there's um, not a starter. Not okay. in this one. I think in, in one of the previous ones, the starter was a fox, was like a fire fox. fox. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a fox you can get out. It's like a thief fox or whatever. I can't remember what it's called.
0: Okay. Lucario.
1: No. I got a baby. Um, I've got a baby Lucario too from these surprise trades. These surprise trades, man, they get you some good stuff. If you just like toss it out there.
0: Also well, hit the, here, here are the starters. So it's a little grooky. Grooky is what I got. Dude, Sobble is just fucking, Sobble is just, um.
1: Sobble just a, a water lizard. No, It looks like
0: fucking... What's it called?
1: Um, Don't say Toad. What's the one? No,
0: no, no. Wait. No, 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 no. What's the one from Ruby
1: and Sapphire? Ruby and Sapphire had... Fuck, what did Ruby and Sapphire had? Ruby and
0: Sapphire Starters.
1: They had Turtwig. They had Turtwig, Piplup, and um, Shimchar, didn't they? no they didn't
0: the no they yeah. they had the they bla- had uh, this this oh
1: torchic and and mudkip yeah yeah and trico is mud is that not mudkip that's, that's not soppy It's not Mupkip. that shit looks the same also Sobble is, turns in his final evolution is like the most emo shit i've ever seen in my whole life look at look up Sobble's final evolution that shit is like the most emo and this like one? his dynamax is like Nah, that ain't it I wish that yeah, was that, it.
0: Is oh that that God.
1: one? I saw. Hold on. So I saw that they have. It's uh, this one. Yeah, the super emo looking one. You can't really see. I can't get it right. I it's can't other way. Do other it. way. Yeah, hold it there for a little bit. Yeah, like the super emo one that's on the left. Yeah, yeah. He turn his 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 uh, his giant form. Is that he goes up on his tail and he like snipes people from like up high. That's okay. That's his, like, giant form
0: so the fire one is a soccer player
1: yeah basically he's just basically a soccer bunny
0: the water one reminds me of do you
1: remember um waltz no i don't know that off the top of my- it was the, the
0: pokemon that like look it was like a i don't know what generation it was two or three i guess maybe four i don't, I don't remember but um okay, hold on,
1: hold on. Reminds me a lot of
0: Greninja. Uh, and like I remember not not waltz, what's the one the one after waltz? Um I don't know what it's called the one after it. But I remember people on the internet when that being like super like, mm-hmm. like this this Pokemon's hot. And I remember being like, dude, it's a fucking Pokemon.
1: Was it the Prima Prima ballerina one or whatever? Yeah,
0: the Ballerina
1: one, yeah. Yeah. I never heard that, but I could definitely just tell it like that one's the one that was supposed to like be like the beautiful one.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was like, yeah, it was like a Prima Ballerina water Pokemon. It was like a seal, though, which was weird. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like green. I don't know what it is. People are
0: weird. Pokemon fans <laughs> have always like, kind of weirded me out sometimes, but I understand because Pokemon's fun. I get it. Yeah a fun time um and i'm excited to try it you bought which ones? You, you bought you bought sword i bought shield what what is what why would you have so is it because you based it on the um
1: i based the... it on the exclusives
0: okay what's the what are the exclusives
1: because shield has um well first of all shield has like my favorite pokemon time so i had to get it because they have tyranitar
0: that's a great pokemon and
1: i was like fuck dude like i gotta get tyranitar And so, it also had my, one of my favorite water Pokemon, which was that you could get Ludicolo, which I love Ludicolo. Um, He's basically like a dancing, like, water dude with, like, a grass guy. And I was like, that, like, aesthetic is, like, so cool. I've always loved that Pokemon. I can't remember some of the other exclusives that they have. Those were, like, the two big ones. I was like, oh, I'm getting this game. So,
0: so Tyranitar
1: was your favorite? Oh, Tyranitar's, like, as far as, like, those, like, those, like, um end evolution like dragon mix yeah. it's, like dragonite salamance and tyranitar is like yeah by far like my favorite out of that group i always thought he i think was so fucking badass he does look awesome yeah um yeah Even I never... though his second evolution is fucking stupid fucking poopitar with his like cocoon <laughs> shit <laughs> what i never had
0: a salamance he does look
1: cool though salamance looks pretty dope um, I mean, but Salamence is just, like, he's, like, a he's like what Dragonite should have been. Like, he's, like, a dope-looking dragon. And, like, Dragonite yeah. is basically, like, a dopey-looking dragon. And Salamence is, he like, is. this is, like, what an actual dragon is supposed to look like.
0: Yeah, Dragonite looks like, um...
1: He's got that dopey cartoon face. He, he looks like a... Dra- like and the, I love uh, Dragonite, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like Dragonite, because he's the OG. You gotta like the OG. But... Uh,
0: no, he looks like if the, no- uh he looks like if they took uh, a dragon from dragon
1: tails Mm. and put him in pokemon basically but um see i i always like are dragons your favorite type his wings don't look big enough to carry him
0: are are dragons your favorite type
1: um i think for me i think he usually steals my favorite type because like Outside of, like, Tyranitar, like, Metagross is, like, one of the fucking coolest Pokemon of, like, all time to me. Like, I love the aesthetic of Metagross. Just, like, this big, beefy motherfucker with, like, four arms that just looks like he can, like, squash you by looking at you. Right. So, I think Steel's probably, like, my overall favorite type. But I think Dragon is, like, a close second.
0: I I don't necessarily have a favorite type. But I do have like favorite i like fox pokemon because my favorite okay. animal is a fox but um close is like dog pokemon so i, I like arcanine okay. i like houndoom a yeah.
1: lot houndoom's um, a dope pokemon yeah
0: yeah i like my that That's not bad lot. either
1: um uh, but my, got i think a pretty dope dog pokemon that i'd like i've got him in my party right now because he's like a he's a he's an electric dog um oh, that's cool and his first evolution is basically um a uh oh shit what are they called a corgi Okay. And then his evolution is like I can't remember exactly like what it reminds me off offhand, but it's like it's a bigger dog. Like it's not a corgi anymore, but like his first evolution is a corgi, and I was like, "That's pretty damn cute design." I don't right. know why it took him so long to finally put like a corgi in Pokemon, but
0: <laughs> I um my, one Pokemon I never really had until I never had it. I never I never caught it. I never never whatever. Mm-hmm. Um and then but when I would see it, I'm like, "That's such a cool fucking looking Pokemon, man." Mm-hmm. It's the um. The I don't know what what the name is, but like it's the final form of Teddy ursa
1: Oh, Ursaring! Oh yeah, I love Ursaring. That shit's fucking rad. Well, that was that's Ursaring is dope, and then they have um, well, one of my favorite Pokemon, which is why I want to get the DLC, is a koala or not a Pokemon. My favorite animal is koala, and so you get a fighting koala in the DLC. Okay, I was like, I can't wait to get that shit because I love koala. Right. But they also have, like, a ice koala that I think was introduced, like, a game or two ago, and he turns into, like, basically a giant polar bear, and I was like, fuck yeah, that that's cool. dope as fuck. That's cool. So.
0: I think everything I named was from, like, Gen 2.
1: I think it's, like, I mean, a lot of the ones that I know, outside of, like, watching Pokemon videos recently, is, like, stuff from, like, yeah. basically, like, four down. So it's, like, diamond and pearl and, like, backwards is, like, really, like, the only ones yeah. I, like, know by sight, so. Then I've been watching, like, a lot of Pro ZD's videos because he's been, like, ranking all the Pokemon recently. So it's, like, I kind of know, like, the general, like, look of some of the other Pokemon from the other games from those, but, like, I really don't, like, know them now. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I've been subscribed to, on YouTube, mm-hmm. a bunch of Pokemon channels, like, mm-hmm. that, not card game, but actual game game, mm-hmm. or, like, news people. Yeah, a lot of Nintendo people for a while and like i'll I'll go in and out of watching because i was listening to this pokemon podcast for a while too even though i i don't know any of the i don't know i know nothing i know nothing the last pokemon game i played was fucking ruby and sapphire Mm, okay so hey siri when did pokemon ruby come out
1: Pokemon Ruby. Oh, 3 oh, 3 yeah. Well, that was – I mean, it definitely had to be a while ago because the remake for Pokemon Ruby came out – Ruby and Sapphire, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire came out in like – I feel like that came out like four or five years ago.
0: So. Even when in high school when our friends were all playing the uh, re- new version of Gold and Silver. Oh, Yeah. I didn't I didn't play that. I did, I I, the, no I played the one before that. Though. I was I, I played nerd the
1: they had that pokewalker and went to lunch pokewalker, line. I was like, yeah. hell yeah, I'm going to get my steps in, yeah. baby.
0: I mean, I played Fire Red and uh Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. I played that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: and that was great.
1: But that I did not play That was that. like I think as far as like the last Pokemon game that like I really enjoyed was like it was probably Fire Red and Leaf Green because I don't even think I beat Soul Silver because i remember beating it so much as a kid that like i got it and i was like yeah. this looks good but like i don't know i didn't really have like a need to play it but it was like fire red and leaf green i was like those were fun games plus fire yeah, red I'm and not- leaf green they already added i'm pretty sure they already added like johto shit into there i think or something like that i feel like right. it's more than just the original like red and green like in those remakes like i don't i don't know if they added like all of johto but i know there was definitely like more shit than in the original one there was like a new area or something like that because i remember getting tyranitar in that game and i was like what the fuck i shouldn't be able to get tyranitar in this game i remember i, I yeah no
0: i i think i told you on the podcast before about how i um i bought gold mm-hmm. my parents when, when i was a y- when i was a young boy mm-hmm. hey siri when did po- when did pokemon gold come out
1: Pokemon Go was published July Not, 6, not, not Pokemon Go. Hey,
0: Siri, when did Pokemon Gold come out?
1: You should say Silver. Pokemon Gold and Silver was published...
0: 1999. So 1999, okay. my parents, that makes for sense. some reason...
1: Because I remember playing that game in kindergarten and trying to get people to trade with me for the evolutions of Pokemon. So. Yeah, for some
0: reason, my parents got me gold and silver maybe there was a bundle i don't know what it was they got me both games interesting and i'm like i don't what i did was i was moving
1: mm-hmm.
0: later that year and i gave my best friend silver like okay. for free like in the in the in this in the fucking cellophane he's my my best friend and my next door neighbor
1: okay
0: so i gave i gave it to him i was like hey we like pokemon i like pokemon you know we play red and blue together we would battle and trade so here there you go. And it was whatever. Mm-hmm. So I had gold. I remember we played it. We were playing it. And I, I beat Johto. Mm-hmm. And then I, we had to move. We moved to Japan, right? So we pack up our shit and we leave. Mm-hmm. And I make some new friends. And they, this, I guess this must have be like a year or two into the life cycle of this game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Or a year, six months, a little while.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm hanging out with my new friends. And like he's talking about like the boat and all this stuff. And I'm like. What are you talking about, boat? There's no fucking boat, dude. It's a whole
1: separate map, my dude.
0: He's like, it's a whole separate thing. You go back to the original, I go,
1: wait, wh- what? what?
0: <laughs> and he showed me, he's like, get the fucking ticket, and I remember you go on the boat, and I remember being, like, so fucking impressed. Yeah. So, as a kid, It's the most impressed eight, I've eight eight ever old. been
1: with the Pokemon game, is, like, sold yeah, gold and silver, yeah. where you basically get two games for the price of one.
0: Yeah, it's I remember insane. being so... He's like, hey, you beat you beat eight badges. Guess what? Eight fucking more.
1: Yeah. Oh, you beat what? the first Pokemon League. Oh, guess what? There's another hey, one.
0: One more. Hey, won't beat Red. You're gonna face him. Yeah. Jesus, what? Excuse me. Yeah. I remember being so impressed, and then, and then you get, Crystal.
1: Oh yeah, Crystal's fun too. Dun,
0: done. done. Best Dun. game of all time. Crystal's great. Like, I thought, I thought Yellow was a fucking piece of shit. Don't care. Oh, he can follow me? Fuck off. But Crystal? Yo.
1: Crystal, These good. sprites can move? Yeah.
0: Fucking give him game of the year.
1: It's a dumb deal, man.
0: You know, I was so impressed with that I think that's that game. the most
1: impressive thing for me with this new game, especially, is like... First of all, I really like the wall area. I think that that's an ingenious way to try to take the 3D thing. Although, outside of grass it tends to feel sparse at times, especially when like in the end game where you don't have a bike and you're moving kind of slow outside of like specific areas and specific spawn points, the map can feel a little empty, which can be a problem. Um, And maybe they'll like address that later on, but um, like in the next game, but, um, but I really like that wild area a lot. And I think the most ingenious thing is the fact that you can like see Pokemon like actually roaming around, like see actual yeah. sprites like in the world. And I was like, this is what a three D Pokemon game should look like. Like I should be able to see a Pokemon and be like, all right, I want to go after that one. That's where I'm running to. Like I don't have to do this like guessing game bullshit or anything like that. It's like, no, this is the type I want. This is the type I want to battle. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm there.
0: Isn't the um the remake of the What's it coming out? Um,
1: the Diamond and Pearl remakes, yeah.
0: But that's going to be top-down again, right?
1: That's going to be, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's... Because I don't think that one's made by Game Freak. I think they I think they put that to, like, a outside company. Like, Game Freak still owns it, but I don't think they developed it. Yeah. But I think that's basically going to be back to, like, the top-down style. Which is, like, disappointing like, to me. Because I would hope that, like, if you're going to have a remake that comes out, like, two years after the latest game... I feel like you could try to incorporate some of the things that, like, that game did and then improve upon them. But this one is one yeah. that's, like, it's just basically, like, a 3DS version of, like, Diamond and Pearl, which is, like, I don't right. know. It's not that impressive to me. That's that open world game they got coming out, though. I was like, now yeah. that's the shit right there.
0: I feel like the next Pokemon game, main mainline game that comes out, mm-hmm. they have no excuse now not to have the entire Pokedex.
1: No, not anymore.
0: The hard the hardware can handle it. All this stuff. There's I know no the hardware excuse. can handle
1: it. Yeah, and I think that there's no reason why they can't. I mean, you basically at this point, especially no Game Freak, they're just going to import the models that they made for Sword and Shield into like whatever new game they have. So there's no reason that they yeah. can't fill out the rest of the of the Pokedex. Plus, they're
0: already making those models for the fucking 3D open world. So just, just... yeah. Asset that to the new Pokemon game, yeah, 100%. or however you want to do it. I mean, like, yeah, there's no there's no excuse at that point to, for the next game I have to have yeah. everything.
1: Yeah, I agree. 100%. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, Zach, what else have you been
1: doing, bro? Anything the only other thing I've really games? been doing is uh, before I got my Switch, I started a little game and about, or not a little game, I've been starting a little show, uh, and I've been having it in the background, I've been playing my Switch, um. Because somehow my parents got back into my brain with all their HGTV bullshit that they've been watching for the past mm. five years. So I started a little Netflix show that definitely hits that vibe for me, which is called Marriage or Mortgage.
0: I don't think I've seen it.
1: And I think it's kind of new. Um, I don't know how new it is, but I, like, I hadn't seen it before, and then I saw it like this week, and I was like... That seems like an HGTV show that's just on Netflix. So let me watch that. It's it's pretty self-explanatory. They have a couple in and like they either can get married or they can buy a house. And so basically you have like the two women who basically have to try to convince them and win them over of whether these people should like spend their money on like getting like their dream wedding or they should spend their money on like a down payment on like their dream house. Oh, a down payment. But yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like. Um, Not even the full price. They basically have is like they say that like they have a budget of so and so, and so basically like the budget for their house is like how much budget wise they can either use as a down payment for the house or they can use okay. that as the budget for their wedding. So okay, yeah, that's easy. You buy the house. That's what I was saying with my mom. But then the first episode, those bitches bought a wedding, and I was like, you motherfuckers, how stupid are you? Like, dude. Well, this woman gave them like their dream house and they was like, yeah, it's what we want and all that stuff and then they picked the wedding. And I was like, no. what the fuck is wrong with you? And especially like the dude was like, yeah, I'm Cause it also all takes place in like Nashville, Tennessee, which is nice cuz that's a nice area. Yeah. Um but then the the bitch was like, yeah, I like started my job in Nashville and like I'm we basically are living in an apartment for a month and then we have to like there are there the his company is like putting him in a hotel for a month, and then they have to find somewhere else to live. And I was like, "You have that deadline. Why are you not buying a house? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you?"
0: See, there, there is that show. I haven't seen the show, obviously, but that show is inherently um, has a fatal flaw, which is like no guy, maybe in a gay couple, but like in a stra- straight heterosexual
1: couple. No guy would ever vote for wedding. Actually, I think that was the interesting twist in the second episode that I watched. So I only watched like three of them. But in the second episode that I watched, it was... So the guy was a firefighter and former personal trainer. And he Mm -hmm. was inching towards wedding because he was divorced. And in his first wedding, he eloped with his wife. So he never got like the marriage experience or whatever. So he was Mm -hmm. like... I want to have, like... Who cares? Kind of, like, wedding marriage experience. I mean, they picked the house, so, like, it doesn't matter. He's lying. And he also he, has he a is, is, mustache, so I didn't. He
0: is... Concerned. Here's what he's doing, Zach. Well, that on. guy he was trying to...
1: the sickest mustache, so he's not a liar, okay?
0: No, no, he was lying. He's not. All he was trying to do was show up the way his new wife is like, oh, you... So you want... So you have... Because, like, he has to separate her from his first wife.
1: Well... Spoiler alert, they didn't because they ended up eloping and getting married anyways after they bought right. the house. So,
0: right, but that's the point, though. He was trying to be like, No, I, yeah, I want a wedding. Yeah, I want for you. No, you want a fucking house. The wedding is stupid.
1: They bought a that's house. Dumb. It was a nice house, too. I was looking at it. I was like, Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd live in that house. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, I was watching this HBO Max show narrated by James McEvoy called The Bridge. Huh. And I didn't get too many episodes too into it, but it, the premise is that like they have to take a bunch of these British people and put them on this fucking like island thing, like this like wilderness, mm-hmm. and they have to build a bridge of this materials huh. to get to this. And there's like a little island in the middle of this lake. You have to get there. There's a bunch of money there, um, and it's just like a reality show them trying to figure it out, okay. <laughs> like building shit. Um, and I didn't get too far into it, but I mean, okay, it, it's like it's that. As far and, as like reality show purposes go, that's not bad. Yeah, the, the premise caught my attention. Yeah. You know, I don't really love reality TV anyways, but mm-hmm. that's definitely one of them. The one yeah. thing I do watch consistently that's reality-based, I guess if you want to call it reality, mm-hmm. is um, there's a, it's a YouTube show on First We Feast. Not Hot Ones, but I do love Hot Ones.
1: Hot Ones is good. But Hot Ones it's, is basically just like, uh, what is it? It's an interview show. It's, um... Act, what is it? Actors Couch with Charlie Rose or whatever the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically so, that so internet action Interviews studio, famous yeah. people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um no, there's a show on that channel uh, called the called the Burger Show. And it's hosted by a Filipino yeah. guy who I really really like and he's uh he's a chef. Doesn't he have a Netflix show? Um I don't think so. he might, I don't I know. I
1: felt like there was a Filipino guy that like had a Netflix show that was like basically like him doing like street food. Cooking and like that kind of thing and maybe, like maybe I haven't seen it. What didn't know. he? Because I thought because um because um oh god what's his name um Iron Man director what's his name?
0: Yo bro, you're thinking of a different Asian guy.
1: That's not the same Asian guy. No, that's with,
0: that's um, that's Chef Roy Choi with
1: um, jo- with James Choi. Oh.
0: Roy Choi. That that's that's Roy a different Choi? chef.
1: Yeah. With um oh my god John what's his Favreau. Name? John Favreau.
0: Yeah, the Burger Show is uh, a big a big Filipino guy named, named like am Sorry, that
1: was that was racist. Yeah. To me, <laughs> no, his
0: name's like Alvin something. He's a Filipino dude, whatever. But but so I, that show is really great. It's all about burgers and traveling around making burgers whatever. But there's a guy he has on the show who's a burger scholar and historian. Right? And okay. I'm a big fan. Of this his name is George Motes and he has a separate show called like Burger Scholar Sessions or whatever, where he, ex- he explains different regional burgers and how to make them and he cooks them in his kitchen with his fucking, you know, his, his like daughter films it or whatever they edit it or whatever. But like, okay. I'm a big fan of his because I have like, I have all his books and okay. they're all burger books. How many
1: books. books does he have?
0: I think he has like three.
1: Okay. That's but impressive. two of
0: them in particular about traveling a country and regional burgers and other ones like, no, like am kind of more of a burger guide, I believe. Um, I, I have them somewhere. You know, I have a lot of food books. I have a lot of I have a lot of books about beer, a lot of books about barbecue, and a lot of books about burgers. Nice. My three favorite things. But he puts out episodes of the show currently still, and it's great. It's I, I love it. I love burgers. There's also a good show, I don't know if it's on that channel, called, like, The Pizza Show, which is
1: about, like, I think uh, I've seen that
0: one too. I don't know if it's like, like a few movies.
1: episodes of it. Like yeah. I don't watch it all the time, but I've definitely seen like episodes of both of the shows. I don't
0: know if it's a, if it's called Pizza Show, but it's about the same shit. It's about a, a ta- pizza yeah. guy who goes around talking about pizza and it's fucking awesome. Okay. I just okay. need to find a beer show where they travel around talking about beer.
1: There's gotta be one out there.
0: I saw real quick Vice yeah. Japan. Made a video about Japanese Japanese people who are hosting the show, who work for Vice Japan, and they're gonna go. They travel around Tokyo, showing like the um, craft beer community in Japan,
1: and it
0: was a terrible video. Like not because the video was shot bad or edited bad or the hosts were like bad hosts, they just weren't beer fans. Like what I, I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure. The opening video of the video when they introduce the hosts, the girl's like, "Yeah, I'm um, Vice Japan, and here's my co-host for the day, and he's a he's a said bartender. I'm pretty sure it said bartender under on his super, right? I'm I'm mm-hmm. like ninety five percent sure his super said bartender, right? Mm-hmm. And then they walk into the first brewery, and they're walking into the where they actually have the the kit and the machine and their whatever." And the fucking bartender guy says, Oh, it smells like weed. And I was like, Your your job is to fucking serve alcohol. Yeah. You you're surprised why a brewery that has hops it
1: smells like weed. Smells like weed.
0: And you're surprised? Yeah. I immediately was like I, I, I can't take this guy worth no. anything no. at all. So, I didn't finish the video. I watched about 10 minutes more. I was like, I'm fucking... This is terrible. No, I'm done. I'll go fucking talk about me myself. So, you could? I could. Um. Well, Zach, what else have you been up to, bro? Anything else going
1: on? Oh, that's really it, you know? I played a little bit of Yoshi's Island, but nothing too drastic. Just dipping my feet back into the Super Nintendo world. I mean... It, Honestly, the most disappointing part was, we talked about a little bit, but there's no Earthbound or Mother. I would love to be able to play, like, those games. Yeah. But they haven't released them on the Super Nintendo uh, classic thing that they have, um, which I, let a, I read a bunch of articles that made the insinuation that since they haven't released it yet, that there's going to be a remake coming out. And I was yeah. like, fat of that shit. But,
0: if there was, I'd buy it, buy it for sure.
1: Oh, I'd buy it instant if there was, but, like, I haven't seen, like, any other waves or like inklings about like anything like that and like it's so weird too because like i it's... don't feel like they've ever like remade any i don't feel like nintendo's ever me- remade a game outside of a pokemon game or a zelda game well i mean to me it's like
0: i get why because you... they, they never released one of the game I, I don't think they ever released earthbound right i don't think they,
1: they never released earthbound i thought they did i thought they never released mother, mother 3, three the one with lucas
0: so one of, games, one of the
1: games... Yeah, one of the games never had one English. Of the, one of the games... Well, technically two of the games, because Mother 3 right. isn't a sequel, right? Like, there's a game in between that. I, I guess, but one of the games never had... A,
0: you can only play it by fucking English fucking emulation, right? English ROM. Yeah,
1: English fan sub, basically, yeah. So,
0: but now, with how popular both those characters are after 20 years of Super Smash Bros., and how people mm-hmm. have played the game on ROM... And people mm-hmm. know of the game and people who wanna play it go and they play them. It's also been meme the shit out of. Why it. would you not either put out the game with official translation or yeah. or remake it? Or remake it. And you can keep the game the same style, not don't have the fucking you know, just do the I feel like all thing. you
1: really need to do is update the visuals and like that would really be it. I mean I would want them to
0: make it like a full like fucking like Pokemon short and shit like make it that shit like like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you don't have to you can still have the combat be the same where you don't see the you don't see your player characters, all that kind of stuff. You can still do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I feel like the game was so popular in the zeitgeist of Nintendo, like why would yeah. you not do that or have done that already?
1: Yeah, it seems really strange that like outside of Super Smash Bros., they really never have done anything to really acknowledge that like that series of games exists like outside of Japan, which like is very strange.
0: I mean, like if it wasn't for me being just like a game fan, right? Yeah. I would have never knew who Ness was. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can, like, go, okay, that's Donkey Kong. That's this. Mm-hmm. That's Zelda. Or that's Link. That's whatever. Who the fuck is that yeah. kid? You
1: know? Well, that was, like, me the first time I played Super Smash Bros. And, like, Ness shows up. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, I don't, you don't know, who know. That
0: is. You don't know who that is. Earth, what the fuck? I don't fucking
1: know. Yeah. Mr. Saturn, what the fuck is yeah. that? So, yeah, definitely. I, I
0: definitely look forward to that if they ever did that. Um, yeah. Well, Zach, I have done nothing. Because all week I have been, um, busy with homework for school and then also, um, what have I, what have I been doing? Listening to a lot okay. of music, but listening to a lot of music. Okay. All right. I've been listening buying. To
1: music is not bad. It's not bad. What do you been
0: listening to? Um, Black Dahlia Murder, um, okay. Bolt Thrower. These are all death metal bands. Um, i've heard
1: of black dolly murder i've never heard of death thrower or bolt
0: thrower bolt Thrower. okay so black dolly murder is a fantastic melodic death metal band from mm-hmm.
1: the united states
0: bolt thrower is a legendary death metal band from from england and okay. their whole premises of their band is warhammer okay so their first album is called Realm of chaos and the cover is pretty much like their version of like Space Marines. Like uh, ultra okay. marines, you know what I mean? And they're a great death metal band. Black Dogmore is a great band. Listening to a lot of um super aggressive stuff. And like it's been kind of bumming me out. So I've been trying to actively go against it. Like listen to like country. So a okay. lot of like Sturgel Simpsons last couple EPs, Cutting Grass, which was like really good. Um, pull up my Spotify. Listen to a band called Thank you, I'm gonna listen scientist? to a lot of
1: auto music, so a lot of what? A lot of idle music. A lot of uh <laughs> VTuber covers, you know what I'm oh saying? Oh my
0: god, dude.
1: Look here, man. I don't know what to tell I don't know what to tell you, man. They speak to me and they help me get through work, which is like anything that helps me get through that fucking job is like a plus. So Hey, listen to
0: what you like, man. I'm not gonna judge you. Like tomorrow morning, I'm every Saturday I've been going to the record store. I've been buying so many records, okay. It's a problem because of tax return <laughs> and then fucking my the stimulus check. All I yeah. doing is buying fucking records. Mm-hmm. Like I bought. I have two records on the table I haven't opened yet. They came in today. I have like mm-hmm. five to coming in next week. I have like fucking. I pre-ordered the Scott Pilgrim soundtrack to the movie that's coming out okay. later this month. Um,
1: so sad. Yeah, I, I
0: bought My Chemical Romance's first record. I finally found that out of urban outfitters had that i've been was like looking around like okay oh I'm, trying to, I'm trying to find like my favorite album remember albums, the last right? time i went to
1: urban outfitters
0: well i didn't go there i went to the website um ah. ne- that's not my place but i was looking for like my favorite albums that i grew up listening to and that's one of my al- one of the albums the my chemical romance first album and um i can find their other albums very easily i can hmm. find their biggest albums like black parade features yeah. of Sweet revenge i can find those really easily and their first album has been re-released on record, on vinyl. A bunch of times, I just don't... I was wasn't collecting at the time. Or I you know sold my collection and I just missed it. Mm-hmm. And they're all going for like $85, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, I spent $70 bucks on a record last week. I can't do it again. If someone in this, in this Facebook group I'm in posts, like, hey, everyone out there has it for $35. Bucks. I'm like, got it. Do it. Let's go, baby. Let's go. So I bought that uh about a lot of shit a lot of emo shit thursday follow up boys first record by cam
1: oh there you go um this
0: That's is all i've been shit. this is all i've been doing and then a lot of death metal like i said so a lot of both thrower black dahlia car bomb which is a great band uh okay. math core slash like tech death slash prog metal band uh, okay. new Gojira song came out a couple of weeks ago. that album's coming out next I saw
1: month. that. I think I was listening to a little bit of their album. Yeah, they came out like a couple weeks ago.
0: Well, no, their new album comes out next month.
1: Um, so I'm excited. Oh, was I listening to an old album of theirs then?
0: Which one did you listen to?
1: Hold on, let me figure it out. Maybe it wasn't Gojira, but I thought it was. He Hold on. You'd
0: know if it was Gojira. Fucking melt your face.
1: No, maybe it wasn't Gojira. What the fuck was I listening to then? Hold on, give me a second. Yeah, was it was it a metal band? It was definitely a metal band. Hold on, I know I have it in my playlist somewhere. I don't Speaking think I got of rid of them all. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, it go ahead. Mastodon.
0: Mastodon. Oh, I get it. I understand. I get. I get it, dude. The name. I yeah. understand. I understand. two great bands. Yeah. Um, the problem with both those bands, with Gojira and Mastodon, which are two of my favorite bands. Are that they don't put out bad albums ever so it's like so fucking annoying yeah um mastodon they're they have an album called crack the sky which mm-hmm. is in my top five albums of all time straight up it's an amazing record gojira has a new album coming out next month called fortitude and they're they released two singles already for it uh and they're great they're super awesome it's super aggressive the last album was super depressing because they're the two there's two this is not really this is not pop culture at all so i'm sorry it's like metal talk but like um two two members of the band are brothers the guitar player and singer and then the drummer are brothers and i believe Mm -hmm. their mom died of cancer so the last album was all about that like super cathartic uh kind of softer than their previous albums and then they released a single for this new album and it's like fucking it's back baby Super fucking heavy, super aggressive, super loud. It's it's, it's awesome. It's called a uh, "Born for One Thing," I believe. Okay. I believe. Um, about it's about dying. Uh, so it's great. I'm I'm super excited for the album next month. I had that shit for Gira too. A lot of fucking money being yeah. spent. So, speaking of Gojira, yeah. Uh, our topic for the week, yes, is not Gojira, but kinda, kind of. We'll, we'll hit it real
1: fast. It's like Gojira adjacent. Um, I mean, we can hit it real fast. I mean, Godzilla 2014. It looks great, but it's a boring movie. Uh, Until like the last yeah. five minutes when he actually uses atomic breath powers. And I was like, that shit's dope. And then like the last ten minutes after that are like boring as fuck as well. So Yeah, it's a movie. How do you have Brian Cranston and like waste him? Yeah. Like that's what I don't get. Like... Uh. He literally, like, dies in, like, the foreground. Well, that's not true. He basically gets killed in the foreground, and then he dies in a helicopter. Yeah. It's,
0: just, it's, it's a, a prime example of missing out what you need to have for Godzilla.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think they definitely – they hired them because this is the Gareth Evans movie. And this was right after he did the Monster Island or whatever. And it was, like, they definitely, like, got that – they got him for Godzilla because they were, like – he did – I think it's called Monsters.
0: He called Monsters, yeah.
1: Like, but, um, but he did that and they're like, oh, he can do like a big creature movie. So then he do Godzilla. But nobody remembered that like in the, his big creature movie, you like really don't see the big creatures that much. And so you really don't see Godzilla that much in a Godzilla movie. So it really pissed me off when I first watched it. And it still makes me mad because then you watch Godzilla King of the Monsters – it's like this is what I want. This is Godzilla in his fucking glory, and he's there like every five minutes because it's a goddamn Godzilla movie.
0: I do want to clarify though. Um, you did say the wrong director. It is uh, it's, it's Gareth Edwards.
1: Edwards? Did I say yeah. Evans? My yeah,
0: brain. but I, I'm I am i literally. While you said it, that's why. They're too
1: similar. They're I, literally yeah. like.
0: Well, you see, you said it. That's why, that's why I was looking. Around. I'm like, why does that sound wrong? I'm like, that's the raid. Yeah. That's the guess. The that's raid right. guy
1: gareth edwards uh, yeah gareth edwards gareth evans is also, also did rogue one which is rogue one a better movie than this not a great movie but it's better than yeah. godzilla 2014
0: so and gareth evans all his movies are better than this probably
1: yes <laughs>
0: um uh, i think that godzilla 2014 sucks it's a terrible movie i think the yeah, design not- is not great and i think the movie's super bad and the pacing's terrible i
1: think the design's bad i like a big chunky godzilla I, don't. I just don't think that they did a lot with him because yeah. I think if you look at King of the Monsters, I think that's a superior Godzilla movie oh, in the fact that it's just like pure monster mayhem. Yes, all the time, which is like what I want. It's what I yeah. thought this movie was going to be, and it's really not. And also, yeah. I think the weakest part of Godzilla 2014, because all great Godzilla movies have great antagonist kaiju monsters. Yeah, and the Muto suck. Yeah. They're terrible antagonist monsters. Their design's boring. Yeah. Their fights with Godzilla are boring. And they don't great Godzilla antagonists help make Godzilla stand out. Yeah. The Muto don't do that. They're yeah. kind of just there. They don't do anything to like force Godzilla's hand or anything like that. Like they don't do any they don't have any like interesting techniques. The only thing is that one of them flies. That's right. basically it. There's nothing like challenging there for Godzilla, so there's nothing to make him like stand out outside of the fact that like he's a giant monster that's going to slug him real fast, which is, I think, once again, what King of the Monsters does better. It gives him more interesting. I mean, it gives him Ghidorah, which is like the greatest antagonist for him of all time. And he does a lot to like I think you're wrong. That he he can do more than just like slug monsters really, really slowly.
0: We'll find out next Friday that his greatest antagonist of all time.
1: Yes. That's true. I forgot the... Yeah, King Kong. King Kong versus... Well, that comes out in two weeks, actually, which I didn't realize. Yeah, 31st, right? So we actually can watch King of the Monsters. Yeah. Because so. they but, pushed uh, it back, didn't they? I guess they must have, like, stealth pushed it back. Because I felt like it was supposed to come out next week, but it's not anymore, so... Yeah, I think so,
0: too. But didn't they, they, they... No, they... they I remember they, we announced on the podcast that they, they, they brought it back. Or they... they um, Did
1: they? I don't yeah. know. D- wb's been crazy with all their shit because then i saw this week that they like pushed linwell miranda's movie that he was supposed to be coming out they pushed that up by like a week i don't know they've been like fucking with all their release dates like
0: let me tell you straight up right now mm. so real quick yeah call 31st which is also a really weird date to have on a wednesday
1: yeah it's like a wednesday like, yeah it's a
0: movie it's, so it yeah. should be on a friday It's how movies work it should um, be
1: on a thursday night yeah. On if it's going in theaters Friday for streaming. So,
0: um, so, yeah, the the uh, in the Heights, which is the new Lin Manuel
1: movie, yo. I finally saw like a trailer for it, and no. I was like, I don't know. What well, it gave me two feelings, which is like one, like it looks fun. Yeah. But I was listening to it, and I was like, it just sounds like Hamilton. Yeah. Like it feels like there's not like. Obviously the story is different, but like musically, it doesn't sound. But any Zach, different. hold on. Like I was Zach. listening to it and I was like, this just sounds like a Hamilton. Did you did song you end up wa- did you watch Hamilton yet? I still haven't watched Hamilton. That's wild. but it just sounds like the what was it? Uh, I I don't know what song it is because I haven't I haven't watched Hamilton. Yeah. But but. It definitely, I mean, it sounds like like a beat that I've heard in Hamilton yeah. before. Like, it sounds very similar. I will
0: say this as someone who has seen Hamilton three times, three and a half times, four times. Damn,
1: three and a half times. I think four All times.
0: Right. Um, I really enjoy From it. I've seen it once. I really enjoy the movie or the play, whatever the fuck it is. The, I, I say the movie because so I haven't seen the play. I, I've seen the film the version, right? It's a movie. So, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy the music i think it's well made and i'm not a musical person you know that you are a musical person yeah i'm not one and i really enjoyed it and also i am not the demo traditionally i'm not the i'm not a fan yeah. of hamilton as a man uh i'm pro tj that's my guy right And this movie they show tj and they really don't They they make him kind of like basically just
1: make him to be a bad guy, right?
0: Not really a bad guy, but he's kind of like super like relaxed and like lax. Like oh, I'm just kind of hanging out in France. Come back and like whatever.
1: Oh wait, well did they have the one where they basically? um, I feel like there was a song that basically like says that like Thomas Jefferson's a dick.
0: Uh, I mean, there's his 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 first songs. Like him, like kind of like it's like a really upbeat song where he's like, "I've been gone, in France, hanging out. Just gonna come back and do whatever the fuck I want." Um, Aaron Burr is they always they make him the bad guy. Yeah.
1: Um, well, I mean, he kills Alexander Hamilton, so you got to make him the bad guy. Yeah, uh, good guy, really.
0: Uh, but I, <laughs> but I'm again, I, I'm a fan of Thomas Jefferson, as a, as a history fan, as a fan of America. I yeah. like, I, th- I like TJ, but the play is good. So, I watched the trailer for this movie, the first one a year ago or whatever and fuck, and then I watched the new one. And I'm excited for it, and even though again, I know that socially I'm not the demo for this movie cuz I'm not, I, I I'm I'm a minority person obviously. But like in terms of like me watching the movie being like, "Oh yeah, this is exactly how I feel about my community or my neighborhood, I'm not the right demographic for it, but it looks fun, and I'm I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But I'm also sure that I'll be. It like,
1: looks like it. Lo- it looks like a fun musical. It reminds me a lot of. I'm sure it's not, um, because it feels like it's going for the more of like the social justicey it, message it, ex- type of exactly. thing. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah.
1: It, Look wise, it reminded me a lot of like a West Side Story type of thing. Like it's sure. definitely got that like street level, like musical type of thing, like a Grease West Side Story, like those type of musicals. Yeah. It's definitely like the vibe that I'm giving from it. So Yeah,
0: definitely. Um so I'll
1: definitely probably watch it just because I do like musicals, and I haven't watched Hamilton, so I really haven't experienced and I haven't watched Moana either, so I really haven't experienced like Lin-Manuel Miranda's, like, writing. Well, like, you should as musician, you should watch but...
0: Hamilton so you can hear the songs that, like, are awesome. Yeah. Like, okay. there's... I don't even like any of Lin-Manuel's songs. Also, <laughs> I like all the songs that he's not really in.
1: Well, I mean, my favorite song that... I, I mean, I have a favorite song from there, even though I haven't seen it, which is King George's song.
0: I don't I don't care about
1: that. It's uh, fine, it's fine. Like
0: it's fine, I just don't don't love it the the skylar sister song is amazing
1: i do have i think i've heard a little bit the, the, the back when i was still dating caroline because she liked hamilton so she made me listen to the soundtrack i'm pretty sure she made me listen to the skylar sisters. i don't i remember not disliking that song
0: you should watch so. it because it's great it's a great it's great and then you're gonna see those two songs are awesome so besides the point mm-hmm. um we're gonna talk about skull island. we're gonna
1: talk about the actual movie that we actually enjoyed watching at least i did I, I, I love, love it. i love this movie Kong skull island yeah this movie
0: was a fun-ass movie it's a fun movie the only downside is that it has brie larson
1: yeah that part is like eh. and they try to push her a lot i don't know yeah it's like whatever but the surprise for me was that i forgot that tom hiddleston was in this he's movie. the main guy and i was like oh shit I don't know why, but I thought it was the Skarsgård brother. So then I saw it was like Loki. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. You were in this movie.
0: This movie to me was such a pleasant surprise because I remember I I didn't watch it until it came out on Blu-ray. And it's such a great 70s war movie. Yeah. Like they play it with the music and they have the CCRs in it.
1: They did the shit where it was like they were doing the setup to everybody and we got to Brie Larson and heard like the fifth song from like the Vietnam era war that yeah. like you always play. And I was like, all right, I get it. We're in yeah. like Vietnam era. Yeah. Like you don't got to keep playing like this music. Yeah. Let's we're going to, we got gonna, it.
0: like the must, the must haves like a Bob Dylan song,
1: fortunate son. And a Bob Dylan song. They had uh, I'm pretty sure fortunate. They played Sons, all right? along the watchtower. Probably. They had CCR when CCR's they got to the Island, it. they yep. played CCR. Always. They had White Rabbit, which was like the most out there one. I was like, oh, this was different. And then they played... um, Shit, what was the other one? I can't remember. They played some song with Brie Larson. I was like, this is the most generic one, and it's for her scene. I
0: love, though, the beginning of the movie with Goodman. And uh, who plays his partner? Do you know his name?
1: I can't remember. I know I've seen him in some other stuff. I I just
0: love the, the subtle ties to monarch and all that kind of stuff and yeah like, and like, like the, the, and the like
1: monarch stuff lines. all that
0: stuff i think is super super cool and then mm-hmm. also to me samuel l jackson was definitely a
1: dude honestly he's the part that was like because i forgot how much he's like not just like a sam jackson character yeah. and i was like how much of a breath of fresh air for that is for him to not just be like <laughs> samuel l jackson yeah. but like in this era like he actually is playing a character
0: i think my favorite character is um john c riley
1: i like him a lot i like his backstory a lot oh, i like the fact that it was like basically he was on a boat that was attacked by godzilla and he was like i know that this shit is real because i was attacked by godzilla and yeah. now i'm gonna make this shit he's the conspiracy theorist i also
0: like that it's like it's
1: basically gonna make this shit known
0: i also like the um i like the <laughs> the whole japanese pilot like war enemy thing oh with
1: john c riley yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah we're like it's like oh we're fighting each other but then we became best friends or whatever oh yeah that stuff's all really oh funny. i'm sorry
1: you said john c riley like, yeah i apologize yeah, yeah john I like c.
0: Re- john,
1: I, john goodman is probably like outside of like samuel L. jackson being like an actual character i think john goodman's kind of like the standout for me just because yeah. he's that cracky kooky conspiracy theorist and i was like Absolutely. he's the motherfucker i was like yeah he's attacked by godzilla Sorry, I'm saying all this stuff again because I said it's it. From no, the I know. He was, like, he, was the, he was attacked by Godzilla and he's like, I know that this shit's real. I am the Alex Jones of this situation and I will let everybody know that the conspiracy theories are true. Uh, also, uh, they bring Apollo Earth and I was like, I can't believe they brought Apollo Earth in this. Yeah, they, they,
0: they definitely like, well, they do what John Jordan Vat Vo- Voigt, Voigt, does. Yeah. Which by the way, I thought that he was doing the next movie, but he's not.
1: No, he's it's the the guy who did the Death Note movie and he did some other movie. I thought that he was doing like,
0: too, but I guess not. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I thought John Voight would be doing it too, but yeah, it's it's some other guy. He's too busy um, doing metal gear. Dude, honestly, I can't wait for him to do metal gear. metal gear. With like how fun Kong was. I was like, dude, if he gets his hands if he actually like Yeah doesn't have, like, a studio up his ass, and he just, like, gets to do what he wants to do. I feel like he'd be a fun-ass Well, here,
0: here's the the hope that I do have for his Metal Gear movie, if he's still attached to it, I don't know for sure. I'm sure he is. I'm pretty
1: sure he is. I haven't seen anything that said he was unattached.
0: Yeah, I'm sure.
1: My hope was that Isaac, Oscar Isaac was attached to yeah, play. Yeah, and I'm
0: pretty sure games. Kojima would post a new director if there was one attached, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's still attached. But what would the, the, the correlation between this movie and the Metal Gear movie that makes me excited for him to actually do it not that I, he has a lot of history, because he doesn't have a lot of history of making movies. He's he's a very Not small filmography. Really. Is that he pulled in all the great '70s Vietnam movie stuff mm-hmm. for this movie, like the Hillston character is clearly, you know, Apocalypse Now character. Yeah. You know, so he pulls all these monster, these movies elements in to make Skull Island really, really great. Because this movie could have just been, and it really does remind you kind of of the kong movie that we watched yeah no it has that the boat element the island mm-hmm. element. but he's like no fuck it, we're gonna make it super duper fun and like kaiju-y which the peter yeah. jackson one is not it's not a kaiju movie
1: no not really it's
0: a fucking 19 I, like i said when we reviewed the movie to me it made me feel like peter jackson was trying to make a movie like it was filmed like an actual 1950s movie yeah and this movie's like, no, we're making a kaiju movie. It's going to yeah. be kaijue-y. And, like, it not only prepares you for hopefully what we're going to get in two weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: Which I hope is going to be more of King of All Monsters but times ten.
1: That's what I'm hoping for. So we'll see.
0: Because King of All Monsters, it completely made Godzilla what I wanted it to be. Which was like, yes, it took Godzilla and made it Skull Island. But for Godzilla. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what this next one has to be. Because you have two movies that were, like, fucking, like, amped up on steroids of kaiju-ness. So, you, when you make this next movie for, you know, Kong versus Godzilla, mm-hmm. it has to be, like, balls to the wall, you yeah. know, crazy action. And, yeah, we see scenes of fucking King Kong, you know, holding in a fucking laser beam with the axe. Which I knew he was going to have a fucking axe. Obviously, the toys showed you that. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm kind of like this deviating. But Scotland, it's it's super fun, and it's a mo- it's one of the movies of this lineage, I guess, li- legendary whatever. That like mm-hmm. I don't mind rewatching as much. I do. I no,
1: I, it's I, I mean it's, it's, it's yeah, especially in like as far as like this universe of like movies, like this and like I really don't like I did really don't mind like rewatching like King of the Monsters either. Like I think those are both like really solid fun kaiju action did the
0: movies. is the guy who did that movie doing this movie or doing skull Island, or uh, excuse me excuse me doing king kong no Versus? it's
1: a completely different guy because the guy they need to did just pick the monsters somebody. is the one he did like smaller like trick-or-treat and some other like smaller like horror okay. like visual why would like, you not really just i don't understand but yeah it's like each movie has been like a different director and so just that, nab that's the I same
0: do. person i get jordan voight doing leaving because of Metal Gear. Get the yeah. same fucking dude or girl who did King of Mon* Am- that movie nailed it. It nailed
1: the yeah. the mythos. It nailed the atmosphere. He, he nailed the visuals. He nailed the mythos. Like it's all looks so good.
0: Yeah, and then Skull Island, it does a great job.
1: Adam Wingard, he's the one who's doing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Wingard. That's the first. Column. Yeah, yeah. I do remember his name. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did, a- he did the guest. He did the guest, and he did your next, your next, and then yep. he did Death Note.
0: Yeah, he is a horror guy.
1: Yeah, but um, the guy who did um, King of the Monsters, he was a horror guy before too, because yeah. he did Trick or Treat, and he did um, hold on, I I forgot it was Ab Wingard. He did Trick or Treat, and he did some other horror movies too, uh, before he did Godzilla. That's so crazy. Ab Wingard makes good movies. Michael Dowerty, he did. He do? The guest is awesome. I know he did Trick or Treat. He did Krampus. He did Trick or okay. Treat. And he did. Um, I think those were the two big ones that he did. But, like, yeah, it's like the horror guys are the ones that are, like, knocking it out of the park.
0: Um, but to what I was trying to say or saying earlier, that what Godzilla 1 didn't do for the Godzilla mythos, Skull Island did for Kong. Yes. By showing the, other, the 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 skeletons and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and explaining his role on the island. Oh, it did
1: a lot better of like doing the backstory of Kong for yeah. sure, with, like the deaths of his parents and like the Skull Crawlers and like yeah. all that kind of shit. Yeah. And then
0: we've got we finally got more Go- Gojira Godzilla stuff and King of the Monsters, but mm-hmm. we still got unanswered questions with all the other Titans stuff. So mm-hmm. hopefully, in this next movie, what we're gonna get from Eleven and from Ray Chandler, Ray Chandler. Yeah. What's his name?
1: Which one?
0: What's the what play Eleven's dad? What's his name in this? What's his actor's name? Oh,
1: uh, something Chandler, right? Uh,
0: the guy from Friday Night Lights. Yeah, and from Old uh, Lines. Is his name Ray Chandler? Something Chandler. It it's something Chandler. Whatever. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Whatever. Yeah. So whatever those guys, and then obviously the people who are going to be on the new side for Kong.
1: Yeah, Skarsgård and that other chick. They have, they they they're gonna their
0: role, of, which they've been learning to do in the last two movies, specifically King of All Monsters, is that the mm-hmm. human move the human element is not what we care about. No, The human element is used to give us context for monster fight. Yes, give us exposition, give us history, give it's us
1: context, backstory for monsters, why they are why the monsters would possibly be fighting each other.
0: That's it. That's all it is for, and mm-hmm. do that successfully. Write it well. Make the stakes yeah. high. Make it interesting, like what mm-hmm. Skull Island does, and what King of Mo- yeah. King of Monsters did, and and then and then you can introduce the human element when you introduce Godzilla. Yeah, you know, then you have a, you can tie that in, and then you, what they need to do is tie in a Skull all the way back to Skull Island, being like, hey, we've been preparing yeah. for this since then. We knew that this happened. We knew Godzilla happened. Mm-hmm. Now we prepared, fucking Mecha
1: Godzilla. There we go.
0: What is the probability of getting? I don't know because I've been avoiding the new trailers of Mecha Gojira, whatever the fuck it's called, or Go. Uh, go I don't know. They've
1: been really. Called? Um, I watched. I haven't watched all of them, but I watched the one that came out like I think it was like yesterday or 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 Wednesday or something like that. I watched the latest ones. They've been really. Hiding the the fact that there's going to be a third monster in this movie, which is like clearly there's going to be, because they've been really pushing the fact that like one of them's going to die, and I was like, if one of them's going to die, it's not going to be from each other. It's going to be from some third monster that comes in and like kills one of them. But would they and so who? What it's going to be Mecha Godzilla, though. What about? Oh, uh, sorry, I meant to ask. Do you think that
0: they're going to see Mecha? uh What's it called?
1: Edora? Yeah. Yeah. I think if it's not Godzilla, I think it's Mechagidor for sure. I think it's one of those two. I think it's definitely going to be like a robot type of thing. I think that they're definitely going to go with the plot line of like after King of the Monsters and like not even just Godzilla but like all the monsters that went crazy. I think they definitely go with the plot line of like some sort of secret human organization like put together like an anti-kaiju robot to like stop – you know, if one of these monsters ever goes crazy again, they, like, put together, like, a Pacific Rim type of shit to, like, stop, stop, like, some sort of rampage from happening. I
0: think, like, what's going to happen is, this is completely, I'm lying here, but this will be funny. Like, mm. Godzilla's walking through the water, uh, and then he stop, uh, stops walking, and he gets pulled underwater, and then he gets thrown in the air and lands in a building, and you see a fucking Jaeger comes out. <laughs> cause, cause that's that's how they transfer through the dimension, right? It's because of the fucking the yeah. Water. There was
1: the 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 portal in the Marianas Trench so or whatever.
0: They come out and you hear Kyle, or Charlie Hunnam and his voice goes. I thought we got rid of these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just, Elbert's alive still too. And then they fucking they fuck him yeah. up. They fuck him up.
1: John then, Boyega pops who, up in his own younger.
0: Yeah, I would love because didn't Guillermo del Toro say he would love for them to be in the movie together? I feel like he probably did. I feel like I saw that recently, where he's like, "Yeah, I, love, I would love that to happen." I don't. Remember that sounds why.
1: like something that Guillermo del would say.
0: Am I making that up? Is that just something in my
1: own mind? I don't know. I have not seen that. Okay, it here, sounds here's
0: like Screenrant.com, which is a very reputable website. Okay. Uh, the headline. Let me we'll look for the quote. Tweet. I personally love seeing the neon sea battles, building demolition, etc., because secretly maybe the Pac Rim universe coexists in the Legendary Kaiju universe, and perhaps one day they can rumble. That's the only I... of Del Toro. Listen to me. I would First fucking of all, love that. I
1: don't want that to happen because in the Pacific Rim universe, they kill Kaiju, so either King yeah. Kong or Godzilla is gonna get chopped in half.
0: Dude, hell yeah, bro.
1: Hell no. I love Godzilla too much.
0: The fucking blades come on.
1: Chopped the door in half. and That's fine.
0: That's fine. That's fine. Uh, Zach, is there any other things you want to mention about Skull Island,
1: even though we just kind of rambled on about kaiju movies? Uh, No, I mean, Skull Island's just super fun, dude. I mean, it's like, it's got that weird mix of like, it feels like a war movie, but then you've got a giant ass monkey on top of that. So. Yeah. It's got that weird thing, and it's it feels like the tones should match, but they do for some reason. Like it still works, so it's just super fun.
0: I completely agree. And also, one last thing I want to mention that it's the the color grading is really, really works Mm, really well in this movie. The colors are great.
1: Simratavir looks great. I love the POV shots they use a lot too, especially in the opening when they get to the island they first take on king kong there's a lot of pov shots of like people in like the different helicopters is like yeah kong's like throwing branches into and helicopters. they also film like
0: they also film the, like the scenes like a war movie too like they have a lot of the advertising's yeah. all like the like vietnam helicopter valkyrie kind of mm-hmm. shots. so it definitely it's, it's, it's a lot of fun and this is the standard for me of what kaiju movies should be and then kingdom yeah. of monsters is just another level of that so hopefully in two weeks from now when we watch uh king, well, king kong know. versus godzilla we don't take steps back yeah because um, i'd be very depressed if that's the best the case even though i'm not a huge be Kaiju fan. Depressing. Um, well guys thanks for watching thanks for listening uh as we progressively turn into a nintendo podcast um so zach anything else before we head out man
1: no man, I'm just excited to finally like turn this around and get into a Nintendo only podcast where we just talk about Mario and Yoshi's Island. So well,
0: I, I do want to say, uh, in the middle of us talking earlier, my girlfriend texts me like, "Hey, what's the um, what's the Wi-Fi password?" I'm like, "Oh, you fucking know this password," so I gave it to her. <laughs> it's because um, the switch is
1: here.
0: It's because the switch is was delivered. Hey, there you go. So that's what that is. So nice. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. All right.